Welcome to Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. Today is Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. Today we have Dr. Chris Bergwald on for Biblical Bites with Dr. B. And then we're going to have our radio-appropriate Christmas show with the entire communications team. So we all kind of crammed into this little studio and we did a quick little Christmas quiz. Get to meet the rest of the team and all the new new ones who have joined us this year. And here's some Christmas memories. Oh, and we get a little teaching from Dr. Bergwald about how to be a missionary disciple, disciple at Christmas. Yep. We don't have a ton of time on the front here, so I'm going to turn it over to you. All right. So, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, yes, birthday, Christmas. What's special about Christmas? I know, that's a wide-open question. What's special about Christmas? Yeah. With regard to Mass and the readings and prayers. Uh, well, there are many different Masses, and they can all have different readings. Yes. So, they're actually... So, like... The prayers that are proper to, you know, the the opening prayer or collect and prayer over the gifts and the prayer after communion, that varies from every Sunday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas, and then the readings, of course, also. Christmas, there are four different masses, right. if you will. There's mass. Uh, mass in the evening. The, ma- mass in the, uh, visual mass, mass at night, mass at, during the night, mass at dawn, and mass during the day. Mm-hmm. So four different Possible combinations of prayers and then readings. Now, most priests, you, you, you can use any of them at any time. So most priests will pick one of them. And, and go with that. And go with that yeah. one, which is they're free to do, but four different ones. Um, the the Vigil Mass, the gospel has the genealogy from Matthew, which I'd love to talk about, but we can't because <laughs> we don't have time. So I want to focus on the gospel reading from Mass during the night, uh, which is Luke's account of the nativity, uh, because it's got this well-known thing, and we talked about this on Ignition last oh, year. Okay. Mary and Joseph, they come down to Bethlehem. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there's no room for them in the inn. So the thing that I want to focus on is um, something that scholars have have talked about for years, uh, but Dr. Michael Barber has really popularized uh, popularized about a year, year and a half ago in a book that he wrote uh, about Christmas, whose name, which the name of which I can't remember right now, but we read, there was no room for them in the end to be implied, census, everybody's in town, the hotels are all booked up, Motel 6, Holiday Inn, whatever. <laughs> the La Quinta. All, the, the, the La Quinta, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all... They're all, they're all, but in fact, it's this. So the word in here is best translated the guest room. Okay. There's no room for them in the guest room. So the great, the, 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 the high likelihood is that Joseph and Mary went to some relatives of, of Joseph's in Bethlehem and they were in the, the, the guest room in the back of the uh, house. Okay. There was no room for everything that goes into having a baby, the delivery thing. So they were out in the main room, which is where everybody else was, and where the animals were brought in during the night. Mm-hmm. And that's why the manger or feeding trough was there. So Jesus was almost certainly born in a regular house, which may have been a cave in Bethlehem, but not yeah, not what we normally think of. He just wrecked all my oh, visions of Christmas. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. B. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Casey's already laughing hysterically over here. Okay. This is our Christmas special. Well, our no. radio Christmas special. 
and we have the whole crew here, the whole communications department, <laughs> and Dr. Chris Bergwald is joining us as well. And it's we're we're recording really early for us. Usually we record like ten o'clock or later. It's eight o'clock in the morning, and most of us aren't even at work yet. I don't know what that <laughs> says about communications people. <laughs> DD, we're ready to go. We're yeah, we're usually really? here later though. Usually, I mean, hmm? a lot of us are usually here <laughs> after five, except for Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Casey is not. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. We are going to do a few things today. Hopefully, we'll have enough time. We're going to uh, talk with Dr. Bergwald is going to give us some tips on how to be a missionary <coughs> disciple during Christmas, because that's not always so easy, I feel like. Uh, we're going to have a little Christmas quiz, and we are going to, hopefully, if we have some time, we'll offer a couple of our favorite memories or things from Christmas. So, First, I'm going to have everybody just introduce who they are, because some you know, some you don't. Some are some you wish you didn't. Oh, is that? <laughs> are you talking about me? Bro? I didn't say. I, maybe I'm talking about me. He might be referring to himself. I might he be. Might be. <laughs> okay, so uh, Brianna, why don't you start? You've been you were here the last couple of years for Christmas, so why don't you start? Mm -hmm. Yep, uh, Brianna Wingen, and I've uh, been with the diocese five and a half years. I'm our social media manager and. Um, yeah, that's and where do you live? Where do where'd you grow up and stuff? Uh, around Sioux Falls, born in Sioux Falls, and lived most of my life out just outside of town in Crooks. So yeah, she had to inch her way here this morning. I did. It was better her. this morning than last night. So. <laughs> yeah, weather's not cooperating with no. us. But all right, Casey. My name is Casey Bassett. <laughs> well done. Does. <laughs> <laughs> I do some marketing. I do some with the Bishop's Bolton day-to-day. -day. I do some TV mass. I help with some other video stuff sometimes. So that's what I do. I was raised in the Volga Brookings area, uh, but I've been a couple different places here and there, hither and thither. That's all about me. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, no. Don't forget about your lovely wife. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, I didn't know how far we were supposed to go here. You, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm married to uh, my wife, Megan. She teaches at Christ the King of two kids, one on the way. So three, hopefully. Yes. Um, four and two, a daughter and son. So don't know what the next one's going to be yet. Do you find out? Well, that's up for debate yet. That's, that's <laughs> you, guys, you guys are discussing. We did. We did you yes, we did. You're feeling like, ah, let's wing it and uh, have a surprise. I, huh? I'm sort of for it, but my wife is is putting it off. So we have an uh, envelope sitting in our refrigerator. Oh, <laughs> oh you could know. So if Casey's got his head in the refrigerator a little too well, long. No, I did. I sneaked a peek, but I, I thought it was going to be a colored end, like a colored card inside, oh, like blue not. or pink. Nah, it's yellow. So, oh, so, so you had to look a little harder than you yeah. were anticipating. Yeah, okay. I couldn't, I couldn't go any further. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to Elise next. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Hello. I want to. I'm going to talk to you guys. Over okay. Here, sounds good. Okay. So I'm Emily Spenner. Um, I do the graphic design and multi multimedia work here at the Chancery. Uh, what else was the question? <laughs> Where are you from? Oh, I'm uh, originally from Southern California. I am a South Dakota transplant. <laughs> I went to. I got recruited to play soccer at Northern, and then just hung around. So I've been here for like six years now. Yeah. And I'm getting married. That's pretty cool. She's getting married in March. <laughs> yes. So to a South Dakota boy. So yep. we get to so, keep her. But in yeah. California. In California, but so, that's just smart. I mean, we, you're getting married in March. In you don't March. get married in South Dakota. That's true. Like, but are we going to crash the wedding? Because I don't think I'm getting an invite. I'm pretty sure. That would be great. Maybe we should Maybe crash the wedding. Trip. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, and Dr. Bergwald, everybody knows you, but you know, maybe some, maybe some new person will be Somebody's listening. Somebody's tuning in. It's Christmas. It's it Christmas, is. There's right? all kinds um, of people. Uh, Dr. Chris Bergwald, Director of Discipleship Formation with the Diocese. Been with the Diocese for 20 years. Jermaine mm. uh, and I are, Jermaine's my wife. We've been married for 23 years. Um, she's from Ohio. I'm from Central Minnesota, but all five of her kids are born and raised South Dakotans. Just like well, the, th- the three of you, mm-hmm. I guess. We're yeah. I'm also with Elise, a transplant, but from Minnesota, not Southern California. So less of an adjustment. Same thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota, Southern California. Uh, the Lakers were originally the Minnesota Lakers because we have a ton of lakes. Unlike- oh my god, that made more sense you, you in California. Frankly. I was not following, and then you tied it all the together. The Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, you from anyway? That yeah. would make more sense actually in Minnesota. Yeah. And uh, this is a first Christmas where we have a, a kid who's coming home from college. So oh, Elena's yeah. our oldest and she's in college. That's so exciting. Is, new is that the one who experience. scared you in the hallway yesterday? Yes, that was the one who scared me in the hallway. <laughs> I was trying to sneak up on you and... Didn't work. Roles were reversed. Yep. The yep. tides were turned or whatever yep. they do. And uh, I assume most people know who I am. Renee Kranz, uh, born in Watertown, South Dakota, from that area originally. Married to Ryan Kranz. Um, I'm the communications director for the diocese has been here three and a half years, right? Mm-hmm. Three and a half years. So that's so, it. So Brianna's by far got the longest tenure <gasps> yeah. of communications. I don't staff. know if I'd say Terrifying by far. Two years. Five and a half years. <laughs> I know. Well, she's got 50% more than you. That's substantial. <laughs> that's true. I know. I know. All right. So we're going to do a little Christmas quiz first. I have like, we ran in here at like 8.01 this morning. We're supposed to start at 8. So I have no buzzer. I have no bell. I should have grabbed the bell out on the counter. Um, I have some questions for you guys. Boy. You can see the answers. No, I can't. Okay, I was going to say. No, no right I next can't, she says. I'm yeah. trying. Are there any clothes we just yell? You know. or? Um, whoever knows it first, I guess. Just we'll, Shout it out. Boy, should we do Should we do it that way? Shout it out. We'll, we'll start that way. Okay, ready. Mm. And, and, and at home, those who are listening, see if you can answer these. Oh. I know it, it could be tricky. You got something, Bergwald? But do they get a? Is there no, someone? there's no prizes. The home, the at home people. What if? What am I going to give them? How about one of your books, Bergwald? Well, that's oh. what I usually. I mean, I, I have a book or two. If we need to get, never mind. You get. How are you going to uh, prove I mean, it? Allegedly, the fun department. Like you don't even. <laughs> the wow. fun. The fun is coming later today okay, for our Christmas. That's fair. And I should mention that actually, uh, we will have our usual Christmas communications Christmas special. We're recording that later on today that does not go on radio that only goes on YouTube and rumble because it's really not good radio fodder. <laughs> we do a big like Christmas game show that my husband comes and hosts. Um, so if you want to see that, you can go to YouTube or rumble to see that. Okay. We better get going. We're going to run out. Of time. Oh yeah. Okay. What are the meanings of the names Jesus and Emmanuel? Bur- <laughs> I hope you would know that, Bergwald. Okay, Bergwald, I'll let you have this one. God saves and God is with us. Yes. Jesus means God. Yahweh saves, God yes. saves. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. I'll, just, I'll, I'll give other, other people a chance. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, what did the angels sing to the shepherds? The angels. <laughs> uh, glory to the newborn king. I don't know. <laughs> Angels we have heard on high. There we go. There you go. And it says, technically, they didn't sing in the Bible. Each time they appear, they only speak. However, to answer the question, the angels praised God with these words, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Mm -hmm. Good job, Brianna. Okay. 
When the shepherds went looking for Jesus, what was the sign they were looking for? A star. A star. Shepherds. I don't think oh, it's a star. Dang it. Oh, the baby laying in the manger. <laughs> yes. There's a teensy little <laughs> little de- detail. You guys need to spend more time with information <laughs> with D and E. Wait, wait, Casey. No, go ahead. Okay. We're called. Yeah. Uh, baby wrapped in a swat, wrapped in swaddling clothes, laid in a manger. Yes. There you I go. I thought about saying all that, Swa- but you just want to show off. Yeah, you need details here. No. <laughs> okay. I think it's the lights. Oh yeah. It's very intimidating. Yeah. Um, okay. How many wise men or kings or magi came to see Jesus? Wait, say that again. The Bible doesn't really specify, but <laughs> tradition always shows three. Yes. There you, Brianna. She's on it this yeah. morning. What time did you get up? Way too early. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, that's a study. That's a, I think I, I I love because yeah. You, oh, there's three. It doesn't say three anywhere. It, it does not say three. Three is the tradition because three gifts are mentioned. Yep. Um. <clears throat> yes. I'm not going to read the rest just because we don't have time. Uh, okay, Matthew chapter 2, verse 8 says, Herod asked the wise men to inform him where the baby Jesus was. Why does this verse say he wanted to know? To give him praise or worship him? Yes, good job, Casey. But we know his intentions were not that, obviously. Okay. You guys are redeeming yourself. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> How old was Jesus when the wise men found him? Oh, this one I... Heard on ignition the other day that oh, I didn't yeah. know. Bible doesn't really doesn't specify, but I had heard somewhere that it could have been anywhere from like a couple of weeks up to two years. Yes, a couple months to two years. Yeah, right. So, yeah, because Her- yeah. Has Herod uh, has them kill the t- the newborn boys two years old and younger. Right, mm-hmm. right. That's but our why indication. Why two years? Because yeah. So likely they did not actually find <laughs> him in the manger. Correct. <laughs> That's our guess. Okay, this is an easy one. Don't all yell at once. What are the three gifts mentioned being given by the wise men? Gold frankincense. <laughs> For all those of you who couldn't understand that, that was gold frankincense and myrrh. And that was not the speed talking of Dr. Bergwald. That was Casey. Okay, which emperor ordered all the young children to be killed? Uh, excuse me? Whoa. That's what the question says. All the young children under two years and Which young. wit? Which what? Which emperor? Uh, is he a king or no? Yeah, I thought he was a king. He's not an emperor. Yeah, this is a question that is a little bit wonky, isn't it? Okay, so who ordered it? Let's just leave out the emperor Herod. part. Good job. All right. He ordered all the children in Bethlehem mm. and outlying areas mm. two years and younger to be killed. However, mm-hmm. Jesus and his family had already moved to Egypt. All right. Hang on. What animals does the Bible say were present at the birth of Jesus? Ooh, the Bible say, I don't know. There's a lot of animals that, you know, people think are there, but. Again, I don't think you're. Uh, a cow? Uh, the cattle were lowing. Actually, oh. it says, <laughs> we're getting some singing. Nice. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't say, it doesn't mention any, but Isaiah chapter uh, one, verse three uh, could be a prophecy talking about at least a donkey seeing oh. the crib of his master. The donkeys it could allude were to the fact that an ox was there too. Yeah, oxen. Um, if a bunch of shepherds were there, one could assume that sheep were present as well. That's why they have those in there, but it does not <clears> say <throat> specifically. Okay. What was the name of the unkind innkeeper who would not allow the pregnant uh, Mary 
in the lodge. There's a name? This is an invalid oh. question. Uh-oh. Based on a faulty Wait, translation, which you already heard about in oh, Biblical Bites. Oh. <laughs> faulty translation. Bible does not no say, meaning. nor does it even say, they were inhospitably turned away. Oh, indeed. Yes. Trick question. It is, yes. Trick there's a lot, of, lots, a lot of trick questions here. And I see Elise is just skating by on her looks over there, too, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> She's trying to wake up. Okay, there's two more questions. What is the name of the priest who was told he would not die until he saw the Savior? Uh, uh, Simeon. Dang it! Wow! Canticle of Simeon. I'm on fire. Hoping maybe you. I was trying to give you least. Say that every day in seminary. Yes. (laughs) I wanted to say Zachariah, but I knew it wasn't right. (laughs) Dang it! That's morning prayer. (laughs) Okay, last one. Two of the four Gospels do not mention the birth of Christ. Which two? And you, Bergwald, you do not get to answer. I have been not answering most of these. I (laughs) know. Which Which two two Gospels? Elise. Well, we have like a 50-50 shot. You do. Right? I know what it is, but like, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to give you Am I chance. like close with like Luke, Matthew? Uh, well, Those are the two who Luke. actually do. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was just confused by the question. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so Mark and or John, they neither of them mention the story of the birth of Christ. Well, okay. Good job, Brianna. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you get no prizes. Because you guys are not fun. The, did the proximity have anything to do with it? <laughs> no, she well, it could, she perhaps, know. but she, I don't uh, think, I don't know if she I can see that. I can't read that far. I, I didn't think so. <laughs> okay, so, good job, you guys. She also does teach formation, so it's really good, though. Yeah, that, that's you know, true. Yes. It's good Next generation. Yes. I, uh, yeah, did just go over this with my religious ed kids uh, this last Wednesday, so mm. it's still yeah. kind of fresh in my brain. Good job, good job. Mm-hmm. And she we has should, a better memory than we me. We should do this quiz like in... June. We'll see if anybody remembers by then. Okay, we don't have very much time left. So, Dr. Bergwald, will yes, you please offer us some tips? Because uh, sometimes Christmas can be stressful. And we feel like maybe it's a not a good time to be a missionary disciple. But I think you can definitely do this during Christmas. For sure. So, so my big things, um, t- two things in particular I want to start with. And then time permitting, we can go from there. Um, if Especially... Well, <laughs> If you're not a praying person, start. Yes. <laughs> but one of the challenges for me um, uh, at, at Christmas time, you know, we we're usually with family, not at not at home. Mm-hmm. Where we travel to be with family, just like Mary and Joseph. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're with family, and so routines are different whenever you go on vacation, right? But I think especially when there's more stress and so on. To have that little bit of time every day, even if maybe your normal routine, you there's not, it's harder to get your normal prayer time in, but to, to pray every day to sort of connect with the Lord, so that when you're connecting with your family members, uh, it's it's rooted in what you've received in prayer. So right. it really would. Pray. So love. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> so and, and specifically um, to pray for patience, mm-hmm. um, kindness love, charity, um, and, and, and really beg the Lord. And maybe, maybe this is not a problem for you. And it's not like a deep problem for me. My dad's probably going to listen to this and I wonder what's happened. Hello, Mr. Christmas, Christmas and years past. Um, it's not like a huge problem, but still like everybody's kind of on edge and there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So even the, the, the best families, there's oftentimes some tension that arises, yes. but if you're praying, um, even when you're on vacation, uh, and asking the Lord just for peace and mercy because when you do that i mean you're not only doing what you should but you're also modeling it then. yeah yeah you know, and i think that's 
So to be a missionary disciple, um, I'm following the Lord with intentionality and I'm trying to share him with others by the way that I um, live my life mm-hmm. and what I say. Uh, and this is now this year, Christmas. Well, the importance, obviously, of the things like getting to mass and so on, as well as another right. way to model. Right, right. So there's a couple things that I thought of. It was interesting that you said, um, pray even though you're on vacation. Like, do, are we supposed to stop praying when we're on vacation? Oh, I feel like, well, speaking for myself, I mean, that was one of the- Because like, you get out of your routine, I Yeah, out of routine. Yeah. And yeah. some of us, like, you know, I, I have my prayer places. Right. Oh, but, sure. You know, and now I-, I They're I not f- in the car? Well, they probably, they might be in your car. Uh, no, yeah. Just but, not when your whole family's in the car with you and correct. you're not on your way to work. And my, my, my dedicated prayer space, like where I, like my personal prayer time every day, it, it's not my car. Right. Right. So. Okay. Those are helpful. And I, I just, I think for many of us, our families, sometimes our families can be kind of stressful during the holidays yep. and you're always worried about saying the wrong thing and yep. doing the wrong thing. And I think we should just let that go and just be as kind and. Jesus like as we can. So, so yeah, that. to take, so I'm glad you said that actually. So whatever it is. So if, if for, for you, it might be a fear of saying the wrong thing, mm-hmm. make that part of your prayer intention. Lord, help uh, me yeah. just to, so whatever this, the, the triggers are or I mean, whatever not say the, dumb the misbehavior thing. is, <laughs> if you will pray that the Lord gives you the grace and wisdom and strength to not do those things and yeah. to do what you should instead. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that. Um, Okay. So real quick, we can go around and like say what's some, I don't know, a favorite Christmas memory, uh, a great Christmas present you got from your husband and wife, whatever, um, or from your parents when you were a kid. So I, I'm going to mention two real quick. Uh, my, my favorite Christmas present by far is the one my husband got me this year, which was a trip to Hawaii, which was like Christmas, birthday, anniversary, all of the presents. So <laughs> that was like the best. Um, but one memory that I think uh, it really stands out for me is actually around food. Um, I, when we were growing up, a lot of times my mom would make chili and her chili is really, really good. And I have taken that recipe for my own and adapted it a little bit mm. to our taste. But um, it's just one of those things that you got the smell of the chili and the warmth of it and everything. And she's making it this year. She hasn't made it for a while for mm. Christmas. So she said she's going to make chili. So I was like, all right, it's just like being a kid. So it's funny how those smells and foods can bring back those childhood memories. Yep. So, Brianna? <laughs> uh, I think one of my favorites is on my dad's side of the family, we would always do white elephant gifts. Um, and the rule growing up was um, if you were an adult or if you had just graduated high school, then you could be in on the white elephant. So as a kid, I always grew up like, oh, I want to, mm. you know, I You're can't excited. wait to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, the day finally came and it was fun. And, you know, people just grab random crap out of their house <laughs> that they just want to get rid of. Sometimes you would get something nice or, you know, somebody would stick um, $5 on whatever a roll of toilet paper that they wrapped up or something (laughs) not gonna lie there were a couple of times where roadkill might have (laughs) appeared wow but (laughs) that is my family i I love them Um, but my favorite white elephant gift that kept circling around was this hideous horse photo it was framed and it was made of fabric and it's it was you know about this i don't know I don't know how big it was. A couple feet. A couple feet. It was not a small picture. And 
you just knew when you saw that rectangular <laughs> trash bag, that was the photo. It's the horse photo. Well, it disappeared for a few years. Well, lo and behold, it came back in the form of a pillow. And now nice. that lovely pillow is in my house. Nice. It is hidden away, but you never know. It might reappear. It might reappear. So watch out, Wingens. You never know. Watch out, Wingens. Hopefully you forget that Brianna said it is in her house. So, All right. Uh, Casey, you have one? Oh. Well, you have kids, so I feel like you should have some good nah, ones, but maybe it's not going to be about the kids. You know those kids' stories? They're not old enough yet. To, oh, and I okay. don't remember. I try to block those things out when <laughs> I go to work. I got an accordion a couple years back. That was pretty cool. Ooh, I feel like you should bring that in. <laughs> uh, maybe for the... Yeah, I'm pretty basic at it. I can toot it a little bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, a good tr- uh, memory is... There's a farm on my dad's side that my uncles now have was my grandparents. We used to go up there every year for Christmas. They had a creek that ran through there Ooh. that froze that we would ice skate on the whole creek. Oh, so awesome. That was so I'll keep it short. That was yeah, it. that right? that would That's be a great memory. memory. All right. Dr. Burkle. Uh, I love, as a kid and now um, our family, uh, Christmas Eve, go to the earlier mass, come out, it's dark, um, and then go. Like it, What we do now is we have a family or two or three and maybe some priests and a bishop randomly maybe stop by and we just it, it, like a, a party Christmas Eve. We went with presents till Christmas morning. We did that mm. growing up. Okay. My wife Jermaine did that growing up. We do that now. But that that the the excitement. So Christmas Day is a bit calmer and quieter. Um but Christmas Eve it's like a party like, atmosphere. Party, yeah. I, I can that. see that with the Bergwalds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Elise, I'm I'm curious to know what Californians do. Maybe she's maybe well, she'll talk like, about sometime Christmas in the last six too years. in California. So. I know. Yeah, but no snow. <laughs> it's no well, fun. Okay, so what I tell people all the time is that it's so funny in California, like when Christmas comes around, everyone thinks Christmas sweaters, but it's still like sixty out. We do not need to be wearing Christmas sweaters. Well, we all wear them to mass. And growing up, we used to always go to midnight mass, right? And then they would blast the heat. It'd be like eighty degrees with our Christmas sweaters. And then on top of it all, I would always alter serve. So then I would have the robe on. I, my Christmas memories are like almost passing out <laughs> every Christmas because I was so hot. And then um, I, I, I don't know if this is my favorite Christmas memory, but it just always comes to mind that again, I used to always alter serve. And when I was in eighth grade, so imagine an eighth grader, um, I didn't know that they were going to do the consecration in Latin. And so imagine an eighth grader like about to ring the bells and you just hear language you don't know. <laughs> and poor Elise but is like, what? Again, I, then I was like, come Holy Spirit. And I remembered that like there's cues and stuff. So nice. <laughs> good job, Elise. But then of course, like food and tamales yes. and. So you see, they stuff. eat different food down there yeah, than we do, maybe. but tamales are delicious. So oh, you might have to bring those for us sometime. Maybe. <laughs> All right. We got to go or Dr. Bergwell is going to have no time at the front of the show for biblical bites. So thank you all for coming in and doing that for us. Uh, I hope everyone listening, everybody out there has a really blessed Christmas and um, be safe. Uh, love your family. Make sure you go to mass. You probably, hopefully you already did. If you have not, it's 830 on Sunday morning. Go to mass. It's Christmas. <laughs> they all went to mass. Right? They all went to mass. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas to everybody. uh, And I hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic views. Ho, ho, ho.